I'm Trude Green. You might know me from things like Fire Festival, Sentinella State Prison, and PUBG Mobile. Welcome to the Trude Green Podcast. It is the uh, 21st of March, uh, 21, 2021. We got 221s in there. That's cool, I guess. It's not the coolest uh, date ever, but I don't know. What do you think would be? Uh, That's a good question to ask and an even more fun one to answer. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We're back with the new podcast episode. We got uh, BJJ Zbera on the show today. He's a tight dude out of uh, SoCal. And you could probably tell uh, from listening to him talk that he's from Southern California. I tell you what, he is, uh, he is, a, he is a, a Southern Cali bro. Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way either. Sometimes when people say bro, it sounds like bad, like tech bro or some shit like that. I don't mean that. I just mean that he's a cool dude and he's, he seems like real chill and stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, he, we're talking about some of the new music he's making, uh, which I thought was like the same kind of music he always makes, but it turns out he just does a lot of whole, like, uh, uh, acoustic, uh, folk punk kind of stuff. But, uh, I will say one of my favorite things that now that I've gone back and listened to, uh, the rest of his stuff is uh, his little skits that he does. Uh, they're pretty, they're pretty funny. So, uh, you know, even if, uh, the folk punk thing, Ain't your thing? Uh, I think you should check his stuff out uh, just for that. Just for the comedy factor, because it's real good. Um, want to give a shout-out to the producers of the podcast. Luke Ellis, Ren Sons, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Cardboard Box Colony, Chelsea McNally, and Carlos Hernandez. Thank you, guys. Ever again. Ever again, yeah, <laughs> again as well. Uh, as always is what I guess I'm trying to say uh, for sticking in there and uh, like uh, you know making this show keep kicking. Uh, yeah, uh, Melanie K's been hooking it up. She hooked me up with this one, so uh, you know it's presented by Melanie K. I guess we should say that uh, she's great, and I uh, look forward to getting more uh, people on the show from her, as well as you know digging into my own bank of friends to talk to people about like. What's going on these days or whatnot? Uh, yeah, what is going on these days? I guess, uh, you know, we got, uh, you know, a lot of vaccines going on. And now people are saying, oh, that asterisk is a Vizenica. Sounds like a car. Uh, is like not good because it's making blood clots. And now they're saying, oh, that's bullshit because that's just, uh, you know, everybody gets blood clots sometimes. Doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, like, uh, hopefully everybody's just healthy and uh, you get the right people uh, making good decisions so you can, like, stay healthy and fucking get rid of this damn uh, uh, virus. You know, it's like a year from now. Okay, I think we just actually passed, like, a year since the uh, the pandemic became a pandemic, like, officially or whatever. So it'll be cool. Like, think about it. Like, a year from now. Maybe we'll be talking about like, uh, hey, uh, that was a cool show we just went to uh, with a full capacity club and uh, everybody was nice and uh, had a good time. Yeah. And the the band was real great. And uh, we all partied and some of us made out with some people and that was real good. And uh, yeah, stuff like that, you know, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, we're going on tour and we got a new album or some shit. And like, uh, yeah, it'll be real good. Uh, But we got to get there first. And now the way we got to do that is to like, uh, you know, get vaccinated and keep your social distancing uh, going on, because like 
just because you're vaccinated don't mean you don't got the bacteria all over you, you know, like, uh, fucking, you, you know, like, you get birds, you get, you could be immune to bird shit, but if you got it on you, you know, because bird shit on your head or something, it's still gross, and other people might, like, get infected by it or something, I don't know if you can actually get diseases from bird poop, but, uh, I believe it, you could, I mean, like, if you get it in your eyes or something, maybe you get, like, what do they call that, E. coli, like, because you get too much of it in your system, and you're real sick, Anyway, I hope that doesn't happen to you guys. Uh, JB <laughs> Jezbera, I keep screwing up his name. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, without further ado, I'm on the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Intruder Green, an inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, BJ Jesbera on the Intruder Green Podcast. All right. Um, as you, as I was saying earlier, you look real good uh, doing us doing this on a video chat. Uh, my uh, my new situation here is a little crazy because I got some new tech to deal with, and uh, I don't know. I kind of figured out how to set it up, but uh, Eddie, you 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 uh, you you're rocking uh, some uh, some some of that Travis Baca swag. I see. With oh, yeah. the what was that uh, stars and straps or whatever? Is that yeah, something? Oh wait, is that something about Matt Skiba though? That's cool. Yeah, it was when oh, yeah. uh, Skiba joined Blink. They put these shirts out for their first show. It was like a limited run to yeah. rip off like an old Rolling Stone shirt. Oh yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, so yeah, uh, but just to uh, I don't know, get into like what you do and everything. You're from. Uh, Oh man, I was just reading about it. Uh, you, somewhere in California. Yep, Chula Vista, like Chula Vista. Yeah, Diego's, that's right. Uh, dirtier little brother. San Diego's dirtier li- little brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. I mean, San Diego's pretty clean, so I would say that's like maybe like cooler little brother, like a little badass little brother who gets away with stuff all the time. And San Diego's yeah, sitting there being like, <laughs> "Hey, what's wrong with my little brother? He's way too cool." <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you do like uh I guess it's mariachi. I, I I've I've heard it called like folk, but it's more like it's straight up kind of like mariachi music, right? Yeah, this last EP was uh it's not really it's funny that this one's coming out and like uh everybody's starting to hear it and think like, oh that's what but that's what your whole sound is, but like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. every EP has kind of been different. <clears throat> my first my first album was like a, a rip on like San Diego radio and just radio in general, so like Kind of reminded me like Grand Theft Auto style radio, like everything's kind of sarcastic and funny. And then, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Then this one came out, and it's like, uh, yeah, just like the mariachi vibe. But I don't know. I got kind of like musical ADD, so it goes all over. The- ah, so what you're saying is I didn't do enough research. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh well, no, I'm excited though. I want to hear the rest of it uh, because, yeah, like I'm pretty sure I the way I found out about you was with uh, Melanie K. 
uh, was talking about about uh, some other band on your label, uh, Barbaro Rum or whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the label's called uh, what you, it's Vanity something Vanity. The American lab- Vanity Records, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that seems cool because, like, you know, you've got obviously like a whole lots of crazy stuff going on, and Barbaro Rum, they're like pirates or whatever. Uh, so it, I don't know. Pirates. It seems like a pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. French pirates. Um, seems like a pretty cool label. Like they got lots of cool stuff going on. Um, and yeah, now I'm excited to hear the rest of your stuff. Cause like I heard the, the, uh, well, the new album, that's kind of like a mariachi album and I like it a lot. Like, uh, your lyrics are great. They're just hilarious. Um, and, uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, everything is, uh, everything is kind of different. If you listen to each of my, each of my albums, uh, and, it gets classified as folk because it's got acoustic guitar, but I'd say it's more like Johnny Cash and Green Day had some like weird fucking baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I've been in so many bands that, you know, just kind of don't make it. And uh, I never stopped writing oh, yeah. songs. Fuck it. I'll just grab an acoustic guitar. You can't stop me if it's a one man show. <laughs> sure. That's absolutely right. I think uh, I think a few people have uh, taken on that role. Like, uh, you know, I know a few guys that are like, you know, in bands and they do the same thing. It's like, well, my band can't tour. Especially now with COVID, it's like I feel like it's gonna be more likely that people could probably tour as like a single person uh, than they can with uh, you know a full band. Um, but you you have a full band on the recording. Is that is that true for all your albums or just the new one? Uh, with this one, it's actually like a band. Uh, yeah. yeah, we we kind of pieced it together with people from the label. So uh, like the accordion player, he's a uh, his name's Nico. He's from France too. Another band over there. Uh, oh wow! So yeah, it I, I was got... all done remotely then. Huh? Was it all done remotely then? Like you guys were all recording in different places, or did you all get together? Just his part was. Uh, everybody oh, okay. else was out here, so they were able to record in the same garage. But uh, yeah, everything else was kind of like uh, usually just me and one other dude, just kind of tracking through all the instruments and stuff. Because it's it's pretty simple. I like to keep it like three piece usually. This is the most like, uh, like well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I was gonna say if this is if that's a three piece, it sounds very full for a three piece. But uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Usually, if it's it's like a if it's a a live situation, it's just like really stripped down because I just like to keep it simple and like less shit to break. So we got like a cajon player, bass player, and me. Oh yeah. We we drink until everybody sees double. Yeah, and then it don't matter if you're good or not because everybody's like, it's great. It, it's the whole thing. It's like, hey, how we do? Hey, you looked great. All right. Exactly. Yeah. It's punk rock. It's not about sounding good. It's about looking good. <laughs> That's right. Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right. So uh, are you originally from California? Yeah. Born and raised. I've been living uh, in the same like five mile radius my entire life. Kind of stuck. Wow. <laughs> Cali, bro. Well, at the same time, I mean, a lot of people say that and they live in fucking like, uh, I don't know, Kansas or something. Exactly. <laughs> not that, not that uh, you know, there ain't plenty of good people in Kansas, but I don't know. I don't think I want to live there, personally. I think I would rather go live in Southern California. You can always come crash on my couch. <laughs> hey, I will probably hit you up at that uh, as soon as this uh, pandemic is over. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not on fire down there, are you? No, we usually uh, we avoid those pretty much. I'm kind of co- closer to the coast, so. Okay, uh, good. We get little like offshoots of it when when uh, Mexico's on fire. I get I get more worried. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't know geography too good, but you know we we got some friends like uh, they had to like get out of their houses and stuff. So that sucks. But uh, glad you're doing okay. 
Um, but yeah, so like you know, I gotta I gotta get a little bit of the you know, oh, it's COVID time, so like, what were your plans and all this? Because like, obviously, everybody's plans were canceled last year. Uh, now we got the new year, and you got the new album out. When did the album come out? It came out on January eighth. Uh, there was a little oh, wow. mix-up. It came out a little earlier than we anticipated. It got somebody wrote the wrong date in the release on the oh uh, shit on the online shit. So the official date was January eighth, but it's been out for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, all right. But so, like, do you normally tour when you come out with an album and stuff to push it and all that? I uh, I've been making my my bread and butter off of just like bar gigs and doing oh, you yeah. know shitty cover cover stuff just because what acoustic guys get booked as like they don't want to they don't want to oh, put yeah. you on the main stage as the acoustic guy um but <laughs> i've definitely i've gone i've gone around i've gone up and down the coast a bunch of times gonna like to vegas and played um but typically like i just promote my stuff online like i do a lot of live streaming and uh you know social media kind of stuff oh, and yeah. then when the opportunity presents itself fuck yeah i hit the road but I, I play a lot around san diego uh there's luckily a lot of opportunity for you know bar gigs and dive bars and all sorts of stuff oh yeah for sure um yeah i've definitely been to quite a few bars in san diego i remember uh i don't know how long it's not been a thing but awesome fest did you ever get down with that yeah i remember we we only got to hang out at awesome fest once um but it was an awesome time (laughs) i have to say (laughs) what was that then they named it correctly yeah that's right yeah, uh, yeah. That's basically <laughs> just like it sucked. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. It was real cool. Um, and uh, you know, it was the same kind of thing as uh, Fest in Gainesville, where they just got like, uh, you know, all the punk rock bands from all over the country and the world really show up and play in all the clubs around San Diego. So I got to see a bunch of them that way, and then uh, of course we played in a few too. Um, so yeah, I like San Diego in that area uh, around you. Um, you know, Southern California in general is pretty great. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I made myself clear, but I'm pretty jealous right now, uh, because you know it's cold here and uh, you know there's snow and snow is nice, but only for like a couple weeks. That I'm like, I wish I could go to the beach. Yeah, here. it's nice to visit, but you don't really want to like live. It. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in snow. Um, here. So obviously, any. Uh, I mean. Y- I don't know. I'm actually not in America, so I don't really know how things are there as far as like, can you do acoustic shows right now? Like just for like a small audience or anything? Not really. You're not supposed to. Um, I was lucky pretty much throughout the entire pandemic to be able to, though. Uh, There was a couple couple places that I played regularly before everything went to shit. Oh, yeah. Just going to like, you know, kind of break the rules. And (laughs) okay, I just, you know. I put on a mask and I played and uh, people got too close to me. I drop kicked them in the stomach. That was oh, all that's I had. <laughs> but, well, yeah, at least I you're play- being responsible. Now, though, there's nothing. Every Everybody's closed. Even the ones that were kind of breaking the rules are hurting now. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. And that's the, the scary thing, you know, like a lot of places are going to get shut down or whatnot. Um, but so you, you say you do a lot of stuff online. So if, if you are already doing that, then maybe... Uh, you know, your thing didn't get hurt too much by everything that went down. I would say the pandemic, F, like, absolutely, like, uh, boosted that up. Because I was doing, like, uh, drink-along, sing-along kind of things on, like, Instagram Live, Facebook Live. But then oh, when the cool. pandemic hit, it kicked me yeah. in the ass. Like, 
upgrade my computer a little bit and get that thing going, like running uh, YouTube and Twitch. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the drink along, sing along, now it just looks a little bit better. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's good. It's like kick you in the pants and you, you, you yeah, you're like, oh, shit, now I got too many people gotta fucking buy a server or something. Yeah, that's yeah, the I way the it. internet works. No, usually like, you know, the same eight people, the same eight alcoholics. Oh, drink yeah. Along with you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. At, uh-huh. least got- <laughs> At least you got what? Consistent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you want to have that, you know. Um, so, but, so you just grew up in California. Like, uh, we, how did you, uh, what was like getting into punk rock for you? Cause I know like, you know, for me, it was kind of like the only thing there was to do. Uh, but you're in California. So I feel like you could have gone a lot of different ways with that. You know, obviously there's a lot of music around you, lots of showbiz and stuff. Uh, yeah. What, what, what got you, what, what got you going on the music? thing growing up uh i was always kind of like an attention whore as a kid so i started off in theater doing like plays and all sorts of acting stuff uh oh cool like like 12 years of my life and then yeah once puberty hit and i was like well girls don't really like guys in plays but they like guys with cars so yeah once i hit 12 13 i got myself a little squire guitar and just started uh seeing other people who were playing music and like all right let's make some noise and then uh just kind of snowballed from there you know a bunch of high school high school bands and stuff and yeah i've always liked you know bands like liquid 2 and green day and like social distortion so that was kind of like what we we tried to go for but in san diego in particular i feel like uh the scene is just kind of all over the place um there's a good punk and like metal scene but you can find yeah. pretty much anything you want out here and then once you know like the early 2000s hit everything kind of went shitty electronic like <laughs> dubstep oh yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it definitely seems like, you know, punk rock, the the scene ain't what it used to be. Like, I, some people think it's cool because it's like, oh, yeah, you can't make money as a punk rock musician anymore. And they're like, you know, people like me are like, yeah, it sucks. And so other people are like, no, it's cool because that means punk rock's not cool anymore. And it's yeah, more fun cool. to go to the shows and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But I kind of wish I was making a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I like eating more than bean and cheese burritos, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm, bean and cheese burritos, though, are good. But they are good. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, like, so, yeah, you know, music is just, uh, it's changed, but, you know, you so, but you got hooked in, and you just started doing it? Did you get a band going? Or, like, how long have you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing, yeah, since I was, like, 12, so... 18 years now but i mean playing well still working on that but playing consistently probably about last eight years <laughs> um, yeah. i'm yeah. still working on the playing well thing too yeah i heard you guys i think you're good i haven't seen you yeah. live yet though so you know we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah, Next time I get go. a- oh, sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah studio magic we'll see <laughs> oh. oh yeah <laughs> studio magic is is a friend to one and all that's right um but okay so like everybody wants to do the studio magic kind of thing i'm like fuck it let my shitty voice go through like this ep was the first one where like i really dug my heels and was like don't fucking auto-tune me if it sucks like i'm just gonna sing it again a million times until it gets better oh really did you go with no auto-tune on this yeah i mean if they put it on they must have put it on like you know lightly behind me but yeah i like just keep this shit straight because i mean i even like get butt hurt sometimes and there's too much reverb like i don't know the whole reason oh, I do yeah. the acoustic because, like, I like to strip down, like, if you don't like it, 
fuck you. This is me, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we kind of like made a point to go with no auto tune on our first two albums. And man, did it suck. <laughs> man. <laughs> but it, you, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, it's true. It's like you, you know, as a, as a, I guess, artist, you kind of appreciate uh, the, you did that. But then, you know, I think by the time we got to like the, any, anything we did after those first two albums, we're like, nah, fuck it, Autotonia shit. <laughs> we'll get it as close yeah. as possible, but I don't want to do that again. It's yeah, so you grueling. Shit, you'd be like, oh, that's really autotune. That's no autotune. Like, it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten, stronger as a performer so now i can kind of like lean on it less yeah, yeah i I've, think that's important yeah. do it you know simple and straightforward because i'm not trying to be fucking katie perry you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah Maybe like uh, she's uh i don't know she's yeah she's cool I, I don't have the boobs for it though oh yeah well yeah she's i'm yeah. working on it you know, yeah oh uh, yeah you could you could get there I, I, i'm I'm pretty I'm, i think i'm pretty close actually so uh you know she better watch out <laughs> yeah, still spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but she really does have a great voice and uh I think it's important to uh know like what you said about like you can, you know, get to a point where you're good enough at singing and you just you don't have to lean on it so much. Um cuz I definitely heard like a lot of bands that I actually really like, but boy, are their voices auto-tuned on those recordings and yeah, it's like completely different. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, you, you got to put some effort in there to like make it not sound. I don't know. It's like sometimes it actually just sounds kind of cool, but at the same time, when it's like every song in the album, and it's like, oh, here we go again. Every note's like just sounds like a keyboard. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a little vocal processing is nice, but the way I look at it is like it's like making a cake, right? If you make a decent sized cake. You don't have to put too much frosting on it to make it bigger, you know? So, like, the frosting would be, yeah. like, But if you make a cupcake and you want, like, a wedding cake out of that, you're going to have to pile a shitload of fucking frosting on top of it. So, they're going oh, to cut to the frosting. that's a good analogy. So cupcake anyway, you know? So, yeah, I'll, I'd rather be the cake with, you know, light frosting than the cupcake with a fucking trash can full of frosting on top of it. Hell yeah. That sounds good to me. <laughs> and you'll see, like, I don't know, if you listen to my shit, you'll see it's like, you know, there's... The earlier stuff definitely needed the vocal processing, but now it's just kind of like smoothing things out. Like, not necessarily like my voice is cracking, but it's just that's how digital audio works. If you're not recording analog anyway, like you gotta yeah. fix stuff because computers fuck up. <laughs> yeah, computers fuck up, and you know we're just at that that point in time now where I don't know. It's like the way people's ears work. It's like it's gotta sound kind of perfect, but at the same time, I still do appreciate you know. Like kind of a, a shitty recording of like a a, a a like punk rock band, you know. Like, I honestly haven't heard anything, you know, like a fucking I don't know hardcore band that just fucking sounds like they recorded in a garage. It sounds like shit, but they, that kind of makes it sound good. For like the same drum set because they're all using digital drums and placing them and stuff. That's like, true. That's true. You're called hardcore, not like. Easy, easy way out. Like, yeah, make it hard. yeah, right. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't hear a whole lot of that no more. Yeah, like, uh, just a band, any kind of band, just uh, going and recording a live set in a in a, in a fucking I don't know, concrete basement or a garage and like putting that out. But I wouldn't mind it, you know. Like, everybody's got to 
act like everything's got to be so perfect in like plastic sound in these days. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like the next thing I do if I get my band back together after this whole quarantine thing is going to be similar to like how they used to do it in the old days, kind of like everybody in one room yeah. try to do you know, all together instead of piece by piece. So that way you don't have to worry about like a metronome or any of that. Just like, you know, go with it, play it. Yeah. And- how it goes yeah and you can get some of that you know like uh a big thing you you know people are always like oh you you gotta like just some of these sounds people come up with and it's like totally isolated and it's like what about room sound you know room noise you gotta get that good reverb in there and stuff i mean i don't know how to do it but we we've definitely been able to work with some people who did and you know makes good difference so yeah definitely yeah Yeah, getting a band together yeah Recording at different studios and stuff, you see too. It's like, okay, I can get like a pretty across the board, like good sound no matter where I'm at now, thanks to technology. But like when you go to a real studio with like an actual drum room and a vocal booth and a this and a that, like it does make a difference. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, find a good sound room, set the band up and play, you know, put one microphone in there and see what happens. Uh, LA Woman, he sang that entire album in a bathroom. That was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's good bathrooms are good for i mean they're pro- they might not be good for acoustics but it's you know there's a reason people sing in a shower so much it's like it sounds good in there it sounds like a nice iso booth where you can like hear yourself real good without headphones it's weird and it's kind of magical too. it's great <laughs> what's that and my neighbors get to put up with it as well yeah exactly you're giving them like a free show it's kind of like uh like an open mic when you're just like starting out and you're like, ah, I got to see if this works real good. Uh, hey, neighbors, what do you think? And they're like, shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> and you're like, ah, yeah, yeah your opinion sucks anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When they hear me go, open this pit up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then you start thrashing around in the shower. Fucking. My uh, fist the yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Breaking all the tiles and tearing down the shower curtain. Yeah. That's what acoustic rock is all about. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you, you, what's what's? Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to ask you about like what life is like right now because uh, you know it's kind of the same for everybody. You just on lockdown, fucking chilling and whatnot. Um, but like, what was life like before the pandemic? You uh, you hanging out in Southern California, uh, doing a scene or whatever. Uh, playing bars and stuff. Uh, you, you doing any boarding, as the kids like to say? Yeah, I uh, I used to surf a bunch, like in high school. But then, as I got older and uh, broke easier, I stopped surfing so much. But still skate and uh, snowboard. Yeah, uh, that's the nice thing about where we live is you know you can kind of drive you know twenty minutes to get to the beach. You can drive an hour and get to the mountains. So in one oh, day damn. you can get it all yeah. in the desert. I go out there and get you know plastered in the desert and. Ride some motorcycles or something, shoot some guns. Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, before the before the whole lockdown, like uh, most of what I was doing was just playing music, recording, uh, working on uh, like animation and stuff. Because that I've always been like into drawing, so I just oh, challenge cool. myself and I, I try to use whatever I've got around me. So you know, if I've got a computer, even if it sucks, I'm going to try and make it work for something. So yeah, I was working on these little animations. I animated a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. What was recently, the uh, it's called the 15 minute BJ. <laughs> Wait, is it your podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's gone through a few different forms. It was audio only at first. And then uh I think I tried like a video component, but I was like, dude, I don't want to get fucking pretty every day for this. So I just started 
drawing yeah, little cards. About it. I can make this happen. Oh, you look great. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The mask really brings out your eyes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, well, that's cool, though. So you got your own podcast. Um, is it like an ongoing thing? You still doing it? Uh, the animation took fucking weeks. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. My wife had a baby. He's seven months now. So for the past oh, seven sure. months, it's kind of been like changing diapers and dodging feet. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I do I do plan on getting it back in once he, like, you know, gets more human. Right now, it's just kind of like a, dealing with a screaming monster all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Huh. Shit. We picked the right time to do it. I mean, there's nothing else going on, so I might as well have a kid. <laughs> that's right. I know some people, uh, other people who are doing the same thing. Exactly. So that's very cool. I, I completely agree. <laughs> but uh, so... Like, is that like the extent of your animation? You're just doing your own, like, kind of j- working on your own stuff? Or have you, like, done yeah, anything else with it? To, like, do it for anybody else or whatever. Yeah. And it's took me so long because I'm not, I, I have no training in that shit. Like, it's just the same thing as music. Like, I picked up a guitar one day and was like, I can play, damn it. I can play anything. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, when I started doing the animation stuff, it was just, like, really, like, oh, I looked up, like, one video and was like, ah, I can do that. And just started trying it my own way. <laughs> like frame by frame doing shit and then you know oh, yeah. tricks here and there but um yeah i'm gonna i'm working on animating a video for the cucaracha on on the ep oh cool that's forever because it's gonna be yeah. partly animation and partly video so i just gotta figure out how to do both of those at the same time yeah i i struggle enough like uh people who listen to the podcast probably know that i also do like videos on uh, you know, the YouTubes and s- stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. I wish I had a camera person. It's extra hard to do now with the with the uh, COVID lockdown and everything because we can't visit each other. But like, yeah, I always try to like do these cooking videos and I'm trying to cook and also like videotape myself doing it. And it's like real hard. I got like a tripod and I set it up and I'm like trying to like lean underneath it and like get these shots and it's always terrible. But I guess people, you know, it turns out okay sometimes, but it's definitely uh, keeps me from doing more. Yeah, and uh, it's it's kind of like when I play shows, like I'm usually the sound guy and the musician. So like <laughs> I got to run to the stage, play a couple shits, like loop it real quick, maybe like sing into the mic a little bit and then run over to the soundboard because apparently nobody oh, involved their own fucking sound anymore <laughs> damn well yeah i don't know maybe that's like a thing where they can't pay a guy to or anybody to do it and they could barely pay me it's a so sign of the times you know yeah <laughs> yeah well shit um that's that's extra cool though that you're you're doing that um <laughs> uh i will hit you up about that yeah we we that was some like animation stuff and that shit does take forever it's like i don't know I always thought, hey, we want to do a show. Uh, like maybe like make a TV show or something. Let's make it a cartoon. Turns out that's a lot harder to do than just using a camera and filming it yourself because animation, I mean, if you're a professional animator, you're getting paid because those guys, uh, you know, it takes a lot of time and uh, it's expensive. We found that out. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's the hard way too. You're like, oh, let's just let's just go for it, and then as soon as you get into it, you're like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Exactly. But that's really the best way to do things. I think you just gotta jump in and see what happens. And if you get screwed, uh, you know, uh, do better next time, I guess. Or maybe there yeah, won't the be a next time. Pushing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
guitar players. I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, well that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can um, get on the internet and you can go check out the website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there and there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeah Man's Guitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure, and you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuperedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a stuperred merch company web store. Right now, and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah, uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now, right now, if you go on there and you, at checkout you use the code Prison, you can get fifteen percent off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at StupidRedMerch.com. Go check it out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. You got, I think you, you, you do some like regular stuff on it. I don't know if it's on the internet or like playing out or if that stuff's over now, like regular gigs as the kids yeah. like to say. For the last maybe like five years, I was playing regularly, at least like two, three gigs a week. And that was, you know, the dream. I mean, I never really like wanted to get into music and become like famous or anything. Cause I don't even know what that means. You know, I just wanted to be able to do it consistently and like 
not have to work a shitty job. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, because I've worked plenty of shitty jobs while playing music, and it's so oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, I was really lucky to be able to, you know, for as long as I did, hold it down and, uh, you know, live off gigs, basically. But as soon as COVID hit, I knew shit was going to be different. So, uh, you know, it, it changed everything, not just, you know, gigs, but everybody's lives have changed. So, oh, yeah. I don't know what it looked like coming out of it. I would like to continue playing gigs, but... You know, sure. with the baby on the way and everything, I had to go get a job. So I had to go back and get a shitty job. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, yeah, you know, there's always money in crime. That is true. Yeah. Except I'm not very good because I've been arrested several times. Oh, yeah, <laughs> me too. But I, I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I believe there's money there. I believe it to be true. Yeah, it's it's there. You just got to, you know, try hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Trying hard is the thing. Uh, anyway, uh yeah, you know, like, I think that's going to be a sign, really, uh, is, you know, we, we like to pitch and moan about being musicians. It's like, oh, I want to have, I want to live the high life and, like, be able to tour around the world and stuff and do, or, you know, like, play any shows uh, and get paid for it and stuff like that. But I really think that's going to be, like, a sign when we know, like, we're back from, from this COVID thing. Not that we're going to go back to, like, normal, because, like, people keep talking to, like, Maybe normal should be different because, uh, you know, with all the things that have happened with like the protests and everything that's that's been going on and not to mention the state of politics, uh, you know, like maybe normal isn't what we need to go back to, but like a new kind of normal. Uh, but I think one thing everybody would like to get back to is, yeah, like live entertainment and being able to gather in a room and like sweat on each other and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be, I think that's going to be like the sign that we're back. That's what I'm waiting for. I keep waiting to see, you know, more shows opening up. Cause I feel like the first step you're going to see come back is going to be the big shit, you know, like the live nation type shows and like the, yeah, you know, the big acts going national again. Like, cause that's where they're, you know, there's too much money behind that to not let that come back. But like, for me, like until I can go play, like, my favorite little dive bar where there's like 30 people in there ignoring me and eating shitty spaghetti or something. <laughs> that's that's going to be the sign that like, okay, we can breathe again. But like for right now, it's going to be so weird, especially with those big shows. I've heard they're going to make you like, you know, either like show proof of having a test or maybe like yeah. test at the door or something, which I wouldn't mind. But like as long as it's on site testing, like you test me real quick before I go in. Cool. But if you're going to make me go get a test before coming out, you're not going to get many people coming to shows. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be messy, too, because it's like, you know, some of those shows that are like thousands and thousands of people. And it's like you're going to have them wait in line. Right. And then they get tested. And then it's like if one person turns out to be sick, it's like, well, suddenly everybody's infected. Right. Even just from waiting in line. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I saw like a month or two ago, like in China, they had like some big festival. Like they're just. I guess they've beat COVID over there or something, but they had like a huge festival in like a pool. Like everybody's yeah. in a floating and like shoulder yeah. to shoulder, no mask, no nothing. I'm like, I guess they're back, but yeah. Yeah. It's actually funny. Like thinking about, I don't know the people's mentality shortly after this too. Like even if people are, you know, cured and stuff, I feel like people are just going to be tr so trained to like not get close to each other. It's going to be, it's going to feel weird when like people don't have to wear masks all the time and stuff. And suddenly you see it and you're like walking around in a store or something and you're like, wait, why is my, ma why is my face naked? That feels weird. 
I mean, I'll feel the same, but you know, you you guys probably feel weird. <laughs> well, your mask does everything except for cover the mouth. So, you know, it's like I know we fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what we're thinking. Now I gotta wear a double mask and it's real uncomfortable. Yeah, how do you do it? Do you do a mask over the mask? Like you got the little like the N95 over the <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. It looks I look like I'm I'm getting into like some industrial shit. <laughs> we're gonna start using uh you know, we're going to get Trent Reznor to produce our next album, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, yeah. You guys could just go <laughs> like Guar approach, too. Just real mask. <laughs> That's true. Like, those those guys could probably, like, put a mask under the mask, and that would be real good. At a Guar show, you feel like you're going to catch something in the, even the best of times, because they're spraying you with, like, blood and piss and That's whatever. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. I've, I've seen Guar uh, with the Misfits, actually. That was real cool. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. This was that, like the Jerry Only's like. Oh yeah, it was the real shitty one. It was uh, <laughs> no, they had the uh, no, they had the guy who's now the fucking uh, I don't know, he's like a proud boy or something. Oh, Michael Graves. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, fuck that so guy. I had to separate the music from the artist because yeah, like I love like a lot of people hate that era of Misfits. Like that's like the WWE era of Misfits. But I thought it was well, yeah, literally, right? Like they were actually on WWE. Yeah, yeah, they were WCW. That's how old it was. Oh shit! Yeah, well, you know, like I, it, I like wrestling. What I thought, I thought that era of Misfits was kind of like where they dialed it in because that was kind of what they always wanted to oh, be. You know, yeah, scary probably. kind of stuff. And then they started doing the costumes and the bigger stages. I was like. Okay, that works, but once they went like Jerry Only's superstars where it's like him singing and like just fucking hired guns on drums, uh, it got really weird. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> um, apparently, you know, it, it's almost like whenever, you know, the band, like when we're in the van too long or something and everybody's getting on each other's nerves and we're like, fuck these guys. I gotta get the fuck away from them or whatever. Uh, because that happens. I'm sure it happens with any band. Uh, but like, uh, you know, at least we're not the misfits, man, because those guys really fucking hate each other. Apparently. Yeah. They're like the rock stars of punk rock for sure. Oh yeah. That's like my, true. like they're all in separate dressing rooms. They don't see each other until they go on stage. And then once they're on stage, they don't look at each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, well, do you got any like upcoming things you're doing like online or anything you want to talk about? I don't have any live streams planned yet, but <clears throat> I mean, if, uh, if anybody follows me on social media, they'll know about it. Cause I'll just fucking blast it as hard as I can. Um, yeah. I'm working on music and stuff. So that's kind of what's taking up my time, uh, doing some demos. I think I'm going to start like, a a soundcloud or like a band camp so i can just start putting that shit out that's between cool. nice releases just because yeah if everything's going to be online and digital i'm just going to try and put all my focus on it and put more and more and more out but just try, trying to figure out what those waters even are yeah yeah i know it's it's a weird thing where like even a year into this or like not, i guess not quite a year but like you know it seemed like all of 2020 was covid but it hasn't even been that long but uh, uh, we've really everybody's really had to like figure it out, and we're still doing it. And but uh, some people are just hoping that like they get through it, and then eventually things will go back to like some kind of semblance of normal. But I think uh, it's good that like you you're uh, just figuring it out, like figuring it out. You know the best way to 
keep entertaining people, keeping yourself out there and stuff and being creative and all that. Yeah, not even the world ending could stop me from making music. You know? <laughs> That's right. In what capacity it happens. I think what, what I'd like to see happen or what I'm going to be working on trying to do more of is kind of like with this EP. I, you know, teamed up with so many other people, which is something I don't normally do. I usually like just like being a lone wolf. Um, oh, sure. It took fucking four years to get those four songs done because of all oh, this. Oh, wow. But, uh, what I want to do is like more team up kind of stuff. Like, you know, I, back in the day when, you know, CDs were still a thing, I used to love getting like a split CD. Like my favorite one was like alkaline trio, hot water music split. Like, oh yeah. I remember that. It's good. A lot of team stuff. And I think in the digital age, it's so much easier to do that. We're like, you know, me and you guys could like record a song, put out a like yeah. two song, little fucking whatever on the internet. Like, Oh look, they teamed up. Like, I think that's kind of going to be replacing especially for the, the mid to low level guys where we don't get the opportunity to go out and tour right away where, you know, we kind of got to figure out a new way to keep the eyes coming on us. Cause you know, after a year of live streaming, people go, I know every song, I know every joke, I know yeah. every drink of whiskey. Like I try not to be too programmed. Like it's a very loose show, but uh, you know, it, if you've seen it enough, you're like, okay, I kind of see what's coming next. So I think the next, the progression of that would be kind of like getting back to shows where you have, two or three acts um, kind of sharing a night instead of just listening to me play three hours of everything I know. Be nice yeah, to have yeah. three, three bands. So right. I think that's what, what I'm going to be trying to force on the musical world soon is like just teaming up with whoever will team up with me and like, you know, either whether it's like a pre-recorded live video stream or like a recorded, you know, kind of EP thing where we just put out some artwork and put out uh, a couple songs like, I feel like that's kind of going to be the progression of where my shows are heading. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think that's uh that's a good innovative thing you're doing uh, or, or an idea to do something. Um, and yeah, I think uh, a lot of people kind of uh, are starting to like trend that way. So uh, it's cool. I think, uh, you know, that's the way to make it work. We'll make it work. Won't be quite as cool as like, you know, going to shows and stuff but <laughs> no fuck no i miss all that so much yeah. <laughs> even in high school bands it was great because you know you're always like i was usually the young guy and so oh, yeah. would uh you know the bands i was playing with when i was like 16 17 most of those guys were like 22 23 like my whole band was young but the other bands we were playing with you know they'd be older dudes so that's how we'd get like our four locos and our cigarettes we just got <laughs> yeah. in the parking lot you know getting down you can't do that online like are you gonna do fucking like postmates a bottle of whiskey to your house like lame. <laughs> yeah well maybe that's a new uh service that needs to be invented like uh i don't know digital Post or like uh it's what's the word not digital uh fuck ah oh, i can't think of the word when uh when when something's like there but it's not really there virtual that's it yeah. like a right. virtual bartender or something yeah i don't I know i uh one of the things i was doing during my stream was like hey if you put a dollar in my venmo you're buying me a shot so then i just yeah. had a bunch of assholes like constantly putting dollars in and watching me just drink a bottle of tequila basically oh that yeah that's right yeah and i got to be the musician the sound guy and the bartender and security <laughs> drag myself out of there oh shit yeah that's right hey you gotta throw yourself down the stairs and film it and then everybody will buy you more shot here yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right um oh by the way well so like the, as far as the you know 
you got the music, you got the the animation. That's just do you got a like uh, page for that or anything, or is is that just kind of like you doing the music video thing with the animation? I mean, yeah, it comes out. Everything I do, I put it on like YouTube usually. Uh, All right, and you know the music I put up uh everywhere so it comes out on spotify itunes all that shit but yeah like the animation and any videos and stuff that i do or like any weird ideas usually just youtube or instagram all right and they can just find that on like bjj's bearer youtube yep if you search my name if you google my name you have to put my last name because if you only google bj you're gonna find a whole bunch of other shit oh yeah that's good too if you want to see but it's not me (laughs) Uh, but but bj just barely you'll find all my shit like on the first five pages so, and it's it's great because nobody else has that name. You know, I'm not like fighting for that name on, uh, online. Yeah, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah, YouTube, any any social media. If you just type BJ Desbarry, you'll find it. Excellent. The um, hard part is Desbarry. I'm not going to tell people. They're just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll get there though. I mean, I I mean, they'll get there. They'll find you. I found you. It was real easy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> unless you got anything else you want to bring up, I got one last question for you. Uh, just, uh, if uh, anybody out there is listening and, you know, uh, hearing all the shit we've talked about with COVID and everything, like, I just want everybody to support not just their bands and, you know, their friends and stuff, but think about the places that we used to play too. like, think about the venues, think about the bars, like, oh, for sure, yeah, you know, support your friends, support their bands. But, you know, if you can, like, and the, the places you like are doing some sort of like dine out, or take out food or take out drinks or live streams, there's. There's venues that are trying to just do live streams to get by, you know, like we got to support them. Like that's that's the only way we're all going to make it through. If we keep the spotlight and just keep trying, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, because it's not, you know, people think like a venue as like a building or like a place to go to see shows, but it's actually all the people that are involved with that, that, you know, need that fucking place to keep going. And yeah, it's like, yeah, maybe if you're a if you were a bartender, you can uh, I don't know go start working for Amazon or some bullshit. But uh, nobody wants to do that, uh, and those jobs are gonna you know everybody's doing those jobs now. So uh, you know it's not gonna it's not like uh, that's not gonna also not be an option for some people too. So yeah, I completely agree. Please uh, you know support the venues and the the entire industry is. Uh, suffering so it's all people trying to eat so help them eat yeah exactly yeah all right well in any case uh the one thing you could do if you don't got a job is crime uh so uh i that leads me to my last question and i usually try to tell people i'm going to answer these questions ahead of time but i forgot to tell you so uh crime stories do you got any oh i got a few (laughs) all right uh a bunch from like doing graffiti and stuff. Um, and even during this quarantine shit, I wouldn't say it was crimes cause I was just trying to, you know, fucking do it, but I've had shows shut down by the police and, uh, I even had a photo shoot, photo shoot stopped by the police. Cause apparently you're not even allowed to be outside anymore. Um, oh, but let's try to think of a funny one. Uh, yeah, I think probably the, the best, the best crime story I got is getting a DUI without actually, uh, being drunk. I, <laughs> The legal limit is 0.08, and I blew a 0.075 on Mardi Gras. So they decided what? to put me in the back of a paddy wagon by myself for two hours until they filled it. And uh, the funny thing about that was they had me in cuffs the entire time. So I'm sitting in the back of this fucking cold-ass paddy wagon, not even drunk, like just super aware of what's going on and like very upset. This is how it's going down. 
but it was super uncomfortable to be sitting with your hands behind your back. And I'm a little flexible dude, so I can like move my hands and get them back in my lap with the handcuffs on. Oh, and every yeah. time paddy wagon to bring people in, the uh, the cop would look at me with my hands in my laps, like, "What the fuck are you doing? I put your hands behind your back for a reason. Keep them there. Stop doing that." And I was like, okay, so they recuffed me behind my back. They shut the door, and then I, you know whoever came in was like, "Hey, watch this." And I just put my hands back in my laps. I did it like six times just to fuck with them because I was there for so long. And I just remember these cops getting madder and madder and madder. I was like, I'm going to get the hose when I get out of here. But yeah, it was uh, my way of getting back at the system. You weren't, well, the most fucked up thing about that is if you were sitting in the paddy wagon for hours, you were even less drunk when they actually took you to jail or whatever. I wasn't drunk at all. That was the bullshit. I was running sound at a show that right, night. Right, right. Somebody brought me like uh, a, like the, they had like Jim Beam representatives walking around like handing out these like not even shots like itty bitty oh yeah the me the the half shots or whatever yeah but the cup was cool so i was like i'll keep it put it in my pocket and the cop smelled it he's like i smell alcohol on you i was like oh it's probably this like an idiot just pulled it out he's like all right get out of the car and they have me blowing and doing all that stuff on the on the breathalyzer and yeah i didn't even hit the limit and they they still assumed i was drunk i was so sober that i was able to like you know pretty much do all that Fucking DUI, like yeah, the action. I forget what and, it's called, but I know what you feel. Touch yeah, your stuff. nose and hop on your head, yeah, exactly. And I was doing it perfectly. So the fact that they put me in the paddy wagon was just so upsetting to me. I was like, really? <laughs> of all the nights to catch me, this was the night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you were probably like, dudes, come on! I done way worse shit than this. You got to fucking. Uh, Hit me back another time when I'm really fucking up. Yeah, you caught me on the wrong night. Like you could have had some real good numbers two weeks ago, but today, yeah. all right. Get it's the guy. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you catch a fish and it's undersized, you let it go because it might grow later, and then you catch it a big fish. Yeah, you get me when I'm blowing, that, you know, two point you know, where there's, hey, sir, we found some blood in your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's BJ two point All right. Yeah. Oh, well, that was an excellent story. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast. It was nice to meet you. I uh, appreciate your music and uh, all of your insights to uh, the, 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 the industry and the state of it in these days. Um, I guess you kind of told everybody where they find you. And uh, I'm going to go check your shit out because uh, from what I heard so far, it's real good. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, man. I, I love your band, too. So <laughs> this is really hey, cool. Thanks. I was hey, wondering, yeah. I was like, are the mask for this like am i gonna see his real face what's going on nope oh yeah it's always a mask it's always oh, a shower with that shit <laughs> that's right shave with it too that's real difficult though <laughs> i can only imagine what that would look like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right all right man well thanks a lot again and uh i guess i'll uh, i'll speak to you soon yeah i love it and that's it for the intruder green podcast you can hit me up on twitter facebook and instagram all at intruder green the intruder green calling line is plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight patreon.com slash intruder green if you want to become a producer of the podcast the intruder green podcast is produced by colin bennett hair and makeup by genevieve smith set design by dylan rama catering matthew hendershot lighting squeak lights rahway new jersey our theme song is particles by tight bros just ninja kick the damn rabbit